Well, this is episode number two of Football Then and Now, a football show podcast about the nostalgic era of football, all sorts of topics, but also modern football as well. We will talk about modern football in more latter episodes, won't we, Chris? How are we, Chris? Good to have you back for episode two. Yeah, great. Yeah, I, I totally agree. But I think you can intertwine um, modern and, and, and nostalgia, especially with this episode. Um, you know, in this episode, we're going to be talking about football grounds, aren't we? Absolutely. But because things are so different from, you know, when we were kids and for what we saw in, in the own grounds we're going to talk about now becoming modern. You can sort of intertwine that with current and past, can't you? Definitely with the stadiums and what, what's going on with stadiums. And one, yeah. that obviously, we, we've always said was iconic is... Well, it's a shell of itself now because Barcelona are obviously playing at the old Olympic Stadium at the moment. But this is what it was like, obviously, in its closing form because you can see the Spotify logo there. It's obviously the the new camp, which is going to be fully roofed, isn't it? Which, like you yeah, said, yeah. it's going to be weird. It's going to be weird, isn't it? Seeing the new camp with roof all the way around and coverage. But yeah, you you got to see this, didn't you, years ago because you were on holiday in Spain. God, yeah, we went past it um, in 96, 97 and then uh, 99, which then, you know, it didn't change much. But, you know, from us going to Goodison Park and then you're going past this absolute beautiful football ground and, and how big it was, uh, you know, it was it's amazing. You yourself, Stuart. I've actually been inside. I only sort of stopped by it or drove past it on the motorway, but behind it. Um, but you, uh, you've been inside, so you've got more, like more than I have. Obviously, I was, mine was a bit younger, but you've been there. You've, you've seen the trophies, and it's nice to see trophies, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is, mate. With what we've endured. <laughs> But that, that's it, man. That was it. But yeah, just when I went on the stadium tour, they had um, they had like the designs of what the refurb was going to look like. I didn't know how soon that was going to be happening, though, because we went in uh, July 2019 after the wedding. Um, but they had all the plans up and they had like a model of what it was going to look like in the museum. Uh, but it was just amazing to go in there, the grandeur of that stadium going on that stadium tour that day, you know, going into the players' changing rooms. There's actually um, a chapel, you know, if you're religious, to the side of when you're coming down the tunnel. There was like a little chapel in there, you know, you can go in there, the players could go in there. Um, the press room, that was cool, seeing that. I know you see that with a lot of stadium tours. Going to the new camp, but what I will say is, it was very dated in the concourses and not, not much lighting, so you can kind of understand why they've, they've wanted to do this because it's been there for so many years, Chris. No. It was, yeah, it was very dull in the concourses. I'm not trying to be negative, but it was it, it was becoming very dated. I think I think they realised they need to get it into the you know into the 2020s. You're looking at the steps, you know, going up right to the top and stuff like that. I mean, they need to be modern, really, don't they? I know it's steep so everyone can see, and I think that's a fantastic idea. And we all we know that Bramley Moor Dock is going to be doing the same, but obviously being a bit closer to the pitch. But, yeah, there's some, of, some of that, when you look at it, it's just very steep, isn't it? So I suppose that's another thing, you know, going forward with the, the new camp. If, are they still calling it 
company I when they move it. Yeah, it will be. Yeah, it's still it's still going by the same. Yeah, it's going to be the it same wouldn't, name. That yeah. wouldn't be right, would it? It wouldn't be right. Um, but then you can say that about us, couldn't you? Moving from Goodison because you know that's a staple again. It's a very old-fashioned ground, not as big as uh, Camp New, obviously, but you know they're both just as old, aren't they? Um, but yeah, it's 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 a terrific it's a terrific ground, and I think you'd be gutted you didn't see it before it goes. I know we can see pictures, but you know actually seeing it with your own eyes, I think you know. It, it, it's a mesmerizing thing, isn't it? It's just, it was just amazing that day going there. I was like, right. And then, you know, the trophy, obviously the trophies, as you said, you know, go in there, you see everything. All that, that, the museum was fantastic. It was, it was brilliant. It was really good. There was like, um, they'd set like tea, like a, a platform up in there because it was post season. It was, sorry, pre pre season, should I say. Um, and we were sat there having a drink and that on this bit. They'd like built it over the seats. And obviously the pitch maintenance was going on and all that, but it was nice, you know, having a beer sitting, being on that platform like, and just seeing it. And it was a nice, lovely day. It was a lovely day there, which, you know, you come to expect, don't you, when you go to Spain? Of so, course. Yeah. So it was just, it was just amazing. Chris, I've got another photo here. Um, probably one of the most iconic stadiums ever in its original form before it was knocked down. Obviously England played their last matches in, it would have been 2000, wouldn't it? Against Germany. In the qualifier, well, I think it was Dieter Hamann's goal. Kevin Keegan, his last, uh, uh, well, one of his last jobs, wasn't it? Really, until I think he came back for Newcastle for a couple of weeks and then sacked it off then as well. But the original, yeah, the original Wembley. Well, you know, the last time we've uh, ourselves have ever witnessed uh, Everton, you know, win a trophy was at ground back in '95. Um, but this, you've seen some terrific games there, and you know the atmosphere. You know, it's still as good now in the new Wembley, but you know we grew up with this one, and you know you can remember so many decent you know games that were played there. You know, not just club but internationally. You know, Euro '96, and you know, I, I yeah, you do miss it, but again, it got old, didn't it? And it needed a you know evolving, and you know I, I don't mind the new Wembley now, but. As as you know, as we get older, this is the one I remember, and this one always be you know me remembering Dave Watson picking up that FA Cup trophy. <laughs> might be the last time I ever see it, but you know, and a, and a charity, a charity shield oh, as well. That's it, yeah. Vinnie Samways with a yeah. cross that went in, went in because it wasn't a yeah. shot, was it? Um, but you know, those sort of memories for me stick in my mind because obviously, you know, we don't win trophies anymore, but. That will always be something I remember from, you know, Wembley and especially that, you know, Euro 96 as well was amazing. Uh, you know, and the Euro's just gone then at the new Wembley, you know, you don't see many England games in, in finals, do we really? Uh, or our own football team. So, you know, memories from that ground, are, you know, they're huge for me and I imagine for yourself. World, world renowned. You know, everyone knows. You speak to anyone across the world. Everyone knows Wembley. I think the big shame was that it was the Twin Towers getting taken. I think a lot of people wanted them to stay, didn't they? They went to the museum, though, didn't they? Didn't they put them in a museum? Is, is that what happened to them? Yeah, I don't. I don't think they destroyed them. I think I'm sure they went into a museum because you know they were there. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, I do remember the, the kickoff for it, and I remember the, the big fuss. And 
Uh, you know, when you look at your New Wembley now, where would you put them? You know, they, they don't wouldn't sit right anywhere on the new stadium. But exactly. they could have maybe done something different. Yeah, like you're saying, it had to be in keeping it with the modern style. So I can, you can kind of understand that, can't you? Obviously, they, they look dated, didn't they? But what a place. Mm. And, you know, not only for football, it's all the concerts that have been on there, Live Aid, um, Queen, Queen in 1986, obviously following up from Live Aid the previous year. So it was yeah, yeah events. Over events that went on there, I was there for SummerSlam '92. I won't yeah, I say, say that. I I've, I've brought that up many a time on the wrestling podcast. I think people are sick of me saying about that. But no, but you did. You went there. You went there. Yeah, you know, SummerSlam. So yeah, and yeah, you know, I mean, again, that's something you'll remember because that was iconic to you, isn't it? It's crazy, isn't it? I've gone for wrestling, but we weren't there for for Everton. In and then obviously in in the, the final, the final in two thousand and nine. Obviously, you know in the new Wembley and the, the semi-final, wasn't it? Was it 2012? Yeah. We yeah, there, yeah. We, so Mar- it's weird. Martial I've been it that I haven't seen the boys, the boys in blue at Wembley, but yeah, as you say, I think the new Wembley has gained its, hasn't it? It's, it's, it's following off the back of this one. It took a bit of time, didn't it? I do, but I, I think like the Millennium Stadium in Liverpool and in Cardiff, I know they've changed the name now and I can't, off the life of me, don't get out of my head. But um, their stadium, when they, they, they made that and modernised that, that was fantastic as well. You know, in England played there for a while, didn't they? And uh, FA Cup games were there as well. Um, the finals, I mean. So, you know, they, I mean, I think this country's had, you know, for grounds themselves, you know, Scotland's, they've, they've got a fantastic Hampden Park. And I think that's still quite old, isn't it? I don't think they've really modernised well, that. Not much renovation work, from what I can see, because it looks the same as like when England were playing Scotland in in the um, was it the knockout the qualifier years ago? Don Hutchison, wasn't it? Yeah, two legs, and it yeah, still looks the same now, doesn't it? Hmm. But you know, iconic in its own right, isn't it? It's, of course. It's another... yeah. There's so many stadiums, Chris. Yeah, I know. <laughs> You know, we're going to come back to this topic, I'm sure, over time. Um, oh, I've yeah. also got, I've also got, obviously, when Bayern and 1860 were ground sharing, which they don't, which they don't. Obviously, 1860 are lower down, aren't they? So they've got their own place. But yeah, the Olympic Stadion, the Olympic Stadium, which had, you know, iconic event there, the Euros, the World Cup, uh, mm-hmm. Marco Van Basten's goal, that beautiful goal. I think was it against the USSR, the volley. That was what that was in this yeah, that was in this dream. stadium in '88. Um, obviously, wow. probably Sven Goran Eriksson's greatest night was the five-one, wasn't it? England Germany in the in yes. The yeah. Uh, but yeah, your memories of the original Olympic Stadium before the Allianz came to be. Well, I like the Allianz. You know, I mean, before we we jump on back to the Olympica here, I like what what they've done with it. And I like the style of the Alliance. I know it's not for everybody, but when they were ground sharing and, and the colour changes, it would be for either Munich team. <coughs> I, I just thought that that was, you know, really, really, really good. Um, I think, you know, when we look back at this stadium now, I, I have to go with, you know, our 5-1 victory over Germany. Because, you know what I mean, other than maybe watching Bayern there or something like that, and we did with, you know, Toby being a massive Bayern Munich fan, um, but you, you, you know, I, I don't think I fell in love with it more. I think when you know England beat Germany five one, 
But, you know, I mean, it's, it's a beautiful ground. I'm I not sure about, like, how high these stands go up, Stuart. And I reckon that New Camp was uh, steep, but these ones look even steeper. If you, Yeah, if you look at those bat bits there, where it's, like, yeah. cut off a bit, isn't it? And then you've got below where it's coming right along. But do you know what it was with this place, Chris? For me, it's the roof. That, that, that was what, when I first saw this stadium, it's that roof, mm-hmm. it, the structure, the, it just looks... I think that was the big thing with me, uh, you know, watching games, especially uh, probably before I knew about Bayern Munich, I'd seen it in the international games. That's how yeah. I knew it. But that that structure is something, even now, you know, it's, I, I think that's a sight to behold, the way they did that. And, you know, and I know it's been around for a long, long time. Of course, yeah. That, that's the striking thing about the structure for me. You know, I don't like, though, and I think I'm, I'm, I'm used to this with, you know, um, English football, and I suppose with our ground, is you're too far away from the pitch. Absolutely, yeah. With the track around be, it, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. You want to be on top of it, on don't top you? Of it. Yes. Yeah. yeah, they're a big thing, weren't they? The, the circular for a long time, weren't they? You know, you go to like Rome, they've got the track going around, haven't they? When they need to use it, uh, I know yeah. they've tried. I know they tried the West Ham when they altered it after the Olympics, but still, you are quite far away, aren't you? In that bowl. Mm. Style not too not too far away when you go to the Emirates the way that's shaped but yeah. it's getting in obviously two thousand six territory isn't it yeah you I, like I remember when we played a uh, Kharkiv in Ukraine and they their their ground was like that wasn't it it was quite far away you know from a seating a sitting point of view when you were watching it um I don't know I don't I think it saps the the, the atmosphere a bit for yeah. me. Um, it might just because we're we're used to what we are at Goodison and we are literally sitting on top of you. But you, you know, what I mean, you you feel like you're involved more. Where when you, where I feel like when you're at one of those sort of grounds, you're sort of having to sort of stretch, you know, to be involved in being involved with it. It's that'll be the beauty for us, won't it? Because we're in that square style, the way Dan Mees yeah. has done it. That yeah. That in itself, isn't it? Like you say, you want to be right in on it, don't you? And not, not to say there's no atmosphere in this place, but like you say, you, you are you are further away, so it does it does lack it, it, it does especially sound when you hear it on TV as well. I find it's very it's like you I mean when it's very close, you, the sound goes like a circle around like, it, doesn't it? Yeah. Where I think when it's bigger, the sounds more it it comes away, doesn't it? Because it's not as close. I think it's like more of an echo. Again, like you say, I'm not saying there's no atmosphere. No, but no, I, no, no. I can guarantee you, our ground would sound louder in a bigger ground like that because of how close we are. Yeah. To the pitch. Absolutely, and, and we can segue perfectly here in design and being close to the pitch because Dortmund, obviously, I can't remember the exact year when it was renovated because I can remember seeing the original Westfalen Stadion Signal Iduna Park as we call it now. But mm. this, this is still. You know, I remember Liverpool in the UEFA Cup final in 2001 playing here. And I just remember thinking, oh, wow. You know, but I'd seen it before with Dortmund playing there domestically. Mm-hmm. Um, what a fantastic stadium, especially at the back, behind the goal there. You know, there's so many. They're huge, those stands, aren't they? It's very... Um, when, you, when you look at the, the Dortmund's ground now, it's, it's very uh, like a UK-style ground, isn't it? You know how it's sort of built... And they're literally, you know, almost on top of the on, on top of the pitch themselves. Uh, but it's a beautiful ground, and I think the colours with Dortmund's just, it 
emulates it, doesn't it? Makes it stand out a lot more. Um, but what what you've got to say for these grounds, and especially in Germany, you know, ticket prices, Stuart, how they give proper fan service to the fans. And that's why, you know, most of these grounds are always packed out. I can't get over as well. It's bigger than the Alliance. They can get... I think in in league in league games it can get over eighty thousand. Okay, Champions League because of the the stuff, the regulations and that they have to do yeah. safe stamping, don't they? And they change it. The capacity changes slightly, but Dortmund have still got the biggest ground. Not buying. I know we're not talking mega, you know, capacity, you know, size wise and stuff like that between them, but it's still you know Dortmund have got the biggest ground. Not not buying. And it's it's weird when you know you look at photos of you know what we've just done them with both both stadiums. You, you wouldn't think that, would you? But then I suppose you know the, the Olympic was again when we talk about it, it was for us. You know the fans have pushed back, aren't they? So it looks bigger. Um, because Dortmunds, you push more forward. How we would like Definitely it here. With, in, like, you can tell the sort of style we're going to go with, can't you? The gradient. But that's what, yeah, but that's what we're best at doing, and that's how the team sometimes reacts to us. Uh, I, it's a nice ground, though. It'd be it'd be a good one to go to Dortmund, wouldn't it? You know, for an away day, like to go and actually experience it. I know people who've been; they said it's amazing. There, it's amazing. Mm. And Chris, another ground that's been there's been talks of renovations. I've watch some documentaries and stuff on this, but a ground that's obviously been around for many years, obviously World Cup 1990 as well, shared by AC and Inter Milan still to this day. Uh, the San Siro still going strong and still has a fantastic atmosphere. You know, it could be, could be considered dated in some respects, but it's still, still going strong. Yeah, but what, what can you say? San Siro, uh, you know, it's like the, the Bernabeu, isn't it? Old Trafford, Wembley, New, New Camp. I mean, everyone who is into football knows of San Siro. has been against you how many multiple amazing games. Amazing teams between Inter and AC that, you know, have played on this pitch. Um, you know, and they're not too far away either. They're, they're again, very close. And, I mean, I think the structure itself, as you say, maybe look a bit dated. But, you know what, it still looks like a beautiful football ground. I mean, and it's old school. And I think, you know, going forward and you're modernising these grounds, we don't want to lose that old school feeling, you know, when you're going to a game. You still want to have that feeling. You know, like, you want to take, say, for our, uh, for us, for example, you want to take good Goodison's atmosphere and bring it over to Bramley Moor. We don't want to lose that. And I think that's what the old school sort of feeling is. I just think back to like the inter AC games there over the years, the ones I've seen, you know, Rough. iconic matches. Uh, Gareth Bale, when Inter Milan were absolutely hammering them in that Champions League game, did it end 4 3? Bale got a hat trick, didn't he, in that one? I always remember that. I also remember um, Wales in the in the qualifiers as well. They beat them, they beat them in Cardiff, but obviously they lost in the, they lost, but the, that game was at the San Siro, it wasn't at the Stadio Olimpico. So there's games so that are in there. I can Craig Bellamy scored past them. It was, yeah, it was in Cardiff. In Cardiff, yeah, Bellamy. And like, you know, you had the great Del Piero. And I don't want to go into players Amazing. too much. Talking about stage, but yeah, yeah. Um, 
the first game in Cardiff, you know, what they managed to do was was amazing. But like when we when we went to San Siro, it was a different uh, different kettle of fish, as it were. But some some fantastic games. Um, I can remember Cameroon Argentina World Cup nineteen ninety when Cameroon beat Argentina in that game. You know, Cameroon went on to have a fantastic tournament, didn't they? Yeah. Um, you just remember you remember games in there. You remember moments, don't you? With these stadiums, you can you can look back and think, "Wow, that happened in there." I can remember this. Countless times of watching Man United go there because I mean they often drawed AC Milan in the Champions League, didn't they? Quite a fair bit back in the day, and you know the and United had a solid team, but the, you know AC Milan also had a solid team. You know Seydorf in the middle again. We're not we're talking about players; we're talking about grounds. Yeah, but... which is fine because bringing because we're talking about the ground and like your memories, man. So it's yeah, you know, and the likes of Palomedini, you know, what I mean um, Inzaghi, Shevchenko, obviously. Um, but you know, the atmosphere, it, it's loud, and 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 I'll still say this, and I think any sport that comes through Europe is mesmerizing. I know like the Americans have like bigger grounds, but the atmosphere comparison to European sports is just you don't get it anywhere else. You know, passionate in the loud and you know I, what remember, I mean I remember George George Weyer for AC Milan. What a player what he was able to do. That's one play when I think of the San Siro, but then I can pull it like you know Inter Milan. Obviously, Christian Vieri playing there. Yeah, you know, he player. played for Lazio, didn't he? Uh, Francesco Toldo in goal. I remember him. That's Great another. That's another, Toldo, one. Yeah. that's another one. Goalkeepers, which we'll obviously yeah. get into on a future episode. But at one that's time, idea, Italy, yeah. Italy for keepers. Oh my word, amazing! But yeah, Toldo still that, do Stuart. They still do though. Donnarumma. Donnarumma yeah, I mean, done well. He's done. He's had, and he's still young. He he was yeah. one. He came through similar to like Ike, uh, Ike Casillas, wasn't it? He was yes. like 17 when he broke in. Donnarumma wasn't that much younger, was he? Older, really. You know, I think, think he was about just it. over, wasn't he? I can, remember if... I can remember Casillas first playing in the Champions League and he was like 17. This is like, whoa, this doesn't happen, does it? So, again, these are the topics, man. Any, any other grounds you'd like to shed light on, though, before we go, you know, come to I'll mind probably... that you really like? I'll, I'll give you one because um, I think me and you were quite similar, you know, in what we like in that, you know, with the grounds you've already picked. But I haven't got a picture for this because obviously my computer just won't agree with it. Um, it's in Gibraltar and it's called the Victoria Stadium, right? Okay, and it's nothing like what you've just put. Up. It's not like the San Siro's, and it's not like you know Wembley's or you know a hundred thousand seated stadium. It's you know it's a very small, you'd think more of a non-league style, yeah, with a small little terrace. But what what blows your mind about this sort of stadium in Gibraltar is the Gibraltar Rock, just behind the, I think it's there, where they would say the the home section where you know like we like the Gladys Street and stuff like that. Yeah, and it's huge, and it just emulates the whole the whole of the pitch. Yeah, I'm okay, going to try and share it now, Chris. If okay. I can, but I need to zoom in. Carry on talking, though, mate. I just uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously, we all we all know that obviously you know Gibraltar is a part of, I suppose the UK, the British Isles, isn't it? In a way, even though it's in Spain, um, but it's it, it's got that 
British non-league style, you know, for where we are in um, North Wales, you know, corn-based football ground would be a very, you know, if you know what I'm talking about now, is a very good sort of picture idea of the ground. But, you know, when you're looking at the Rock of Gibraltar, it's that, like I said, that's what really makes it shine. And you can see it here now. If, when I'm trying to zoom up. it in, man. I want to for zoom it in on, for you. For you that are on video, I think obviously they've probably done it better now because obviously Gibraltar are internationally are a team now, aren't they? They, they weren't back in the day when I when I used to go as a kid. Um, but yeah, it's just for what it was. Just for what it was, it was just something different. Again, there's no glamour. There's no Oh, the structure's not, you know, out of this world. It's something very basic, but, you know, just everyone knows of the Rock of Gibraltar. Mm. You know, to have that as a fan in the background. And, you know, Gibraltar's a lovely place as it is anyway. Um, you know, nice weather, isn't it? And so it makes things look better anyway. You know yourself, Stuart, a bit of sun makes everything, you know, go around quicker. Um, but, yeah, that was just like when I seen it when I was there, you know, and it was just like, this is amazing. That you know, what I mean, that is a backdrop. You see it when you know teams go on preseason, like to Switzerland. You have got the Alps in the background, haven't you? Gives it that. Teams. It really, yeah. Just the, the surroundings and, and what you yeah. can see, yeah. and yeah, yeah. I think Braga, the Braga Stadium, where it's built into the rock face. So it's only two stands either side. You know right. what I'm saying about weird designs. Mm-hmm. And then it's built into that rock, isn't it? Either you've got rock either side, but you've got the two stands. I thought that was brilliant for obviously Euro 2004. That 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 was because it's different, you know, extending off you saying about you know built up areas and, and what's around it. That Braga Stadium, when that first came, I mean, they're still playing there now. You see them in Europa, don't you? Yeah, um, I thought that was a good one. It's just like you know when you talk about grounds, and we can talk about modern ones, and you talk about the Alliance now, and that, you know that looks amazing what they've done with it. You know Camp Nou is going to look amazing. Tottenham's football ground looks absolutely it's, brilliant. You know it's as good. It's as good as the ones in America at the top. You know, yeah. we're gonna, you were saying off camera, weren't you, about Atlanta, Atlanta United, Stadium? Yeah, and, and you, you really like that one, don't you? Yeah, because it's just different again. You know what I mean? We can pick all these grounds that have got 100, you know, 1,000 seats, you know, or 105 like the new camp had originally. And, yeah, that's well and good. But the smaller ones, it's just the structures, you know, the modern structures, it, it's it's different. And, I, you know what I mean? It just, it's just more exciting for me. You know, I think for me, it's like, you know, I, I don't know about you, but... What 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 brings Goodison to me is it, it's it's not what it looks like because we know how flipping old it is and we know, you know, it needs we need a new football ground. But it, it's the atmosphere and, and and the passion and you know the forty or thousand people there are feeling exactly how you are. Minus when you piss everyone off at the ground, like when you stop shouting. But, I was um, doing that the other day, but people were laughing this time. But me and that guy, they, they, me and that guy that night, we sorted it. We sorted it out, didn't we? Because when he was saying he was saying whatever he was saying, and I said, Well, if he stops kicking it fucking long, we'll be all right. Because he kept booting the ball long, which he which he's still doing now, and he's dicking around with the ball as well. But sorry, it's a it's not, no, about, no. It's not about Jordan Pickford. This I'm segueing into Everton, it's only gonna get us angry. 
Yeah, I know. Yeah, we, you, we've already warned you. Don't go there. Don't go there. Um, when, when you when you're saying about Goodison, though, it is. It's, yeah. the, it's the history, isn't it? And it, you know, okay, we haven't won anything and for a long time, but you know, I mean, when Goodison goes, I think that's really when you look at it, it's one of the oldest grounds in Europe in 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 the in English football tiers. And you know that it's such an iconic ground. You know, don't forget we've had Pele play on there. You know, uh, Estabio's played on there. Lots of you know world class players have played on our football ground. You know, but it's it's historic. And I think you know, in, in what we'd say, maybe 24, 18 months time, it won't be there anymore. And it's just a shame for me because it's one of the last old iconic football grounds we've got left oh. in the English pyramid. It was good what they did with Highbury, where they've left, they've built round it, but they've kept the stands in, haven't they? Right. And at the back, and they've like built the houses inside and stuff like the apartments, the flats. But you've still got the out, the outside bit where you'd walk, you know, walk in. It's still got. They've restored that. It'd be nice. I, I assume they're just going to knock it all down, but it'd be nice if they could do something like that, like to keep there it. There is a project. There is a project. They, they are doing something with Goodison. I don't think they're just going to knock it down and, yeah. then, you know, It'd build houses. Sad, you know, it would be sad, but no, it's been good talking about the stadiums, man. Again, like we said in episode one with the players, there's just so yeah. many, there's so many stadiums and I'm sure we'll come into stadiums again at some point. You could, and I said this to you off camera, you know what I mean? There's so much you can talk about with players, you know, football grounds, football tops. Yeah. You know computer, what I mean? This is computer so games, computer yeah. games, you know, like the evolution of FIFA, then Pro Evo coming in. Oh, it's just, the, just, the topics are endless, really, aren't they? When you really think, you know, I know we're going to have to sit and think sometimes, aren't we? We're going to be like, right, we'll do it. Right, what can we do? Um, and how can we do it a bit differently? But yeah, like you say, it's just, we're going to be overrun, aren't we? Because we're going to have so many things we can shed light on in the in the beautiful game. Yeah, it's a beautiful game. You know, minus without losing my mind off <laughs> certain modern things in this current yeah. predicament where uh, not just Everton and a lot of teams are involved in, but it is still a beautiful game. You, you, I mean, we've seen a lot of shit with our football club and, you know, all Evertonians would agree, minus probably the older ones who've seen as lift trophies, but um, you wouldn't walk away. As much as football is corrupt as it is, you still can't walk away. You still love the game. If you get rid of VR, that is. Well, yeah, because I thought it was going to come to back to bite us the other day, mate. But luckily, I he's he's down in the box like he's shot Vicario. I thought this is, this ain't going to go to plan. This didn't touch him. He had to the ball in. I know, but in 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 the fit in the moment though, you're like, holy shit, what's happening? Yeah, I know. I was Watching like, it. yeah. it's it's going to happen again. But thank God, you know. It was just like, yes, the goal stands. Thank God for as, that. As much to it, as much as Michael Oliver tried his best for it not to go in, there was nothing. There was nothing he could do with that. He had to. They had to give it, didn't they? But yeah, yeah, Chris. Again, just as we close out on another episode done of our new project that we've wanted to do for some time, really. When you think about it, just again, yeah. where the viewers and listeners can find you, and uh, yeah, just what maybe maybe yeah. what you're looking forward to coming up with the football. I never would be nice. <laughs> That's asking too much, isn't it? Though, um, 
You can find me on um, Twitter X at Van Hume, and you can find me on Instagram at, at Van Hume eighty six, and, and then Big Fight Weekly on all handles for me and Stuart's uh, MMA and boxing show that we do, and then obviously Stuart can tell you where you'll find it is wrestling. Um, look, of, I hope you know what games obviously interest me because that's something also we did as, as children, but you know, where we tapered off from FIFA to Pro Evo and, you know, the influx of championship manager and stuff like that. There's so many good things we can talk about. And then there's so many memories of games we had against each other or, or the games you had on, you know, football manager and stuff like that. And that excites me because obviously I still play football manager to this day as well as FIFA on and off. I don't like FIFA as much now. And obviously Pro Evo is not even a game anymore, but... Yeah, I'm looking forward to when we talk about that football kits as well, Stuart. Because iconic, all... mate. I was, I was thinking about it as I know you would have been thinking about it. But yeah, that's another one because, oh my word, man, we could be there. <laughs> this yes, again, going. I know, I know. I think the old school kits for me, but you you see a lot of designs now coming back in, don't you? Especially yeah, like with ours, our a few ours, our away kit this year was very much like Umbro ninety ninety two into ninety four them kits. So, another disgusting great one. Oh, mate, they weren't, thinking with, they weren't thinking with that one, but you can't get them all right, I, I guess. But no, yeah, no, that's it, man. But yeah, we will be back for episode three. We will work out what the topic will be or topics, yes, depending we on how long we're going to go. But yeah, we're looking at the half hour mark, I think, with these, these episodes. And uh, we look forward to you joining us again for football then and now episode three coming very, very soon. And it's obviously nostalgia and modern side of the beautiful game absolutely and uh, thanks Chris as always no worries I really See enjoyed it man take care everybody See you later Sports Social Podcast Network <laughs>